They're just, I'm waffling away, unknowing you've already pressed record. And then like 10 seconds in, you're, you're like nodding. We're, we're recording. We need intros. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we do need intros. But I was listening to, to a podcast earlier this morning and the intro was just awful. Mm. The, the music was cheesy. Mm. Like, nah. And, and he's a proper, like he broadcasts on the BBC. Mm. But the intro was terrible. <clears throat> I struggle with most of the BBC's podcast intros, actually. Mm. Like they're a bit over the top and you're a bit like, I already know I'm listening to a podcast because I can only get them on your app. <laughs> so I know what I came here for. Yeah. Yeah. Intro, intros. Mm. Damn it. Make it or break it kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, I suppose our intros always makes you feel like, what have I missed so far? I'm a little bit worried <clears> about <throat> that. Yeah. And we don't pre-record the setting up conversation, so we can't even play it and be like, this is what you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing important. No, it's never important. Before we hit that record button, yeah, it's not it's important. Clearly wasn't important enough. Although that, that being said, um, there are some interesting conversations that sort of feed off of a record. Like mm. we stop and mm. then, and they're like, oh, mm. should have recorded that. Yeah, we might have to do like a after show. Like a party? Kind, well, yeah, kind of. But just to let the ideas keep flowing. So we just keep recording. Yeah. But this would still be the main sort of podcast and the, the mm -hmm. way to get the information. But then if I guess if you want to learn a little bit more about how two people's brains work. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the after show. Yeah. What you got? You got anything? Um, I, I could answer <laughs> that question so many ways. Um, what do you mean? Like ideas for podcasts? Exciting. Yeah. Um, well, it's been a while since we've actually done an episode and, and some stuff has happened in both of our lives because um, we just happened to go to the same place yeah. for I, a couple of days. I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Well, yes, yeah, certainly in that, that, that breath, one, that one yeah, breathwork session. Cool. Yeah, you were in and out of crying. It was just a cry and then a laugh. Like kind of, <laughs> you were just smiling and then I, I'd look over again and you'd be crying, but then you'd kind of be smiling. So I'd be like, dude's obviously having a great time. I was having a great time. It looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> the pure, the, sorry, not the pure, the poor um, yoga instructor. Um, she was just not loving life. <laughs> I remember at the end of that, the entire session, because there were a couple of people that obviously that it was designed for a trauma release. Mm. And there were a couple of people that were bellowing their eyes out. Mm -hmm. You weren't, interestingly, like you were crying, but you weren't like bellowing your eyes out. Yeah. Um, and right at the end of the whole thing, she just looked at me and she gave me that look of like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, that's what they signed up for. Yeah, that's what like, they wanted. We all willingly walked into that breathing yeah. exercise. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. That was cool. It was great. Mm. Yeah, what did they call it? Con conscious. Conscious breath Connection. Work. Yeah. I think. Or holotropic breathing. Holotropic breathing. Yeah. The, the ability to trigger the sympathetic nervous system mm. just through breath. Mm. And we were only doing it for five minutes. I mean, yeah, amazing. She said that session goes for 45 minutes. <sighs> Do you reckon you could? Do you reckon in your state you could have carried on breathing mm. or had your system taken over? No, I think I, I could have kept going. So you were still in the room? Yeah. But you were just kind of like letting whatever yes. happened happen? Yeah, whatever was coming up and, and releasing out of the body. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was so weird and really difficult to describe because mm. you could feel the emotion kind of building up mm. or, or that welling up sensation. And, but it was like 
very joyous mm. for it to be happening mm. and then you're just like crying and blubbing and like this is great and yeah, smiling yeah so weird it looked amazing yeah, yeah. Like, it looked like so much fun i just got really hot then really really cold and then i came back to normal and then i started shivering and then i stopped shivering and i was kind of done mm. that was cool it was it was a very interesting yeah. four days yeah so i've now i think i've now got an answer to the question of are yoga retreats any good Mm. obviously it would come down to the retreat but I'd definitely go on another one that was the first one that won't be my last one yeah yeah that was great yeah I mean it wasn't sort of explicitly a yoga retreat no, maybe that makes the difference mm. like there was definitely a combination of mm. you know tai chi moves mm. and it wasn't just pure yoga mm. so a health retreat though, yeah health would, retreat would be a better yeah. description yeah but it was great and we got to try some treatments that I probably wouldn't have uh, after having done them, I probably would pay for them. Mm-hmm. But when you're kind of looking at the list of treatments, you're like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we got to do things like Ionic Foot Spa, um, which was cool. That water was disgusting at the end of it. It was. Um, and some people freaked out at the color of the water. <laughs> Understandably, because the whole thing is kind of like a detox treatment. So yeah. you, you kind of think the water's only turned that color because of what's come out of me. Yes. But then if there's two people doing the treatment and you both come from different environments and the water is the same color, mm. that's just the reaction from the machine with the salt and yeah. the whatever's in the water. Yes. It's impossible for the color to be the same because I did it with a gentleman Zibby. Yeah. So I did it with him, but we come from different environments. Yeah. Different foods in us, different everything. Yeah. But our water was the same color. Yeah. It's see disgusting. the chap, I, the chap I sat opposite, um, his, his looked like he'd lost all of his fake tan. Not that he had any fake tan on, but do you know what I mean? Like it looked yeah, like yeah. that. Whereas mine was still relatively clear. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Like a, a, a hint of like someone had an accident mm. in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cleanup was the bit afterwards you were like, oh, I don't know if I'd do that again. Mm. But it was cool. Felt yeah. super relaxed. Yeah. And they used those great IKEA chairs. So you're like, oh, comfy. So comfy. And a chi machine, we know mm. we know a chi machine very well, and they're great. Mm. I'm now using mine a lot more, and I'm I'm happy to push the time as well. Yeah, where the instructions are like keep it for as little as possible. Mm. I'm now actually like let let's see what happens if I go for 20 minutes. Yeah, but the intensity has to be really really far down. Okay, because I tried it on like 15 minutes level four. I don't know how many levels upper level limit there is. But level four, and it was kind of working, but I was kind of forcing it. It wasn't, the rhythm wasn't right. Mm. Whacked it down to one and I, I was good. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the a genuine, the trick is find the rhythm mm. that's most in sync with you on that day. On the day. And then you can probably mm. go for the 15, 20 minutes quite mm. comfortably. Um, it's interesting feeling the resistance as well. Mm-hmm. Like where the body naturally is happy to move. Yes. And then where the resistance is. Yeah. But allowing, I did probably 20 minutes and... 15 minutes of it was on a good rhythm. Yeah. I was happy with it. Yeah. And by the end of it, that restriction had moved. Yes. Yes. Like the body was just waving back and forth. And eventually I obviously relaxed into it enough and it was gone. It yeah. was great. I love that machine. Yeah. So to give people uh, an idea of what it is, you lay on the floor, flat on your back mm. on a, on a mat, something comfy, your heels sit in the cradle of the machine. Mm-hmm. So your legs are slightly elevated and then the machine just oscillates your legs backwards and forwards, left to right, left mm. to right, uh, at a given frequency. And that, that oscillation just kind of works its way through mm. your entire body. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. 
and some people say it helps realign the the chakras and stuff mm-hmm. if you want to get that mm-hmm. spiritual about it yeah but other people just say it's phenomenal it just feels phenomenal yeah it's from a from a kind of like a massage treatment yep the body's just kind of naturally just rocking yeah and you can just doze away into it and we just disappear it's we great. first came across it at a back pain conference mm. makes sense you're just moving yeah giving the spine some flexion there. and there was a load of them just kind of set yeah. up and they're like come and have a go mm. what is this thing it was amazing great and then the what else did we try? Oh, the crystal mats, the crystal Im- mats. kind of heated, heated crystal mat yeah. thing. I, I actually really want to buy one. I don't know to what level of detox it was giving me. Yeah, it just felt fucking amazing. Mm. It was warm, and it was just what a great place to be for yeah. half an half hour. an hour. Yeah, like if I if I need to do a detox treatment, <laughs> I'm doing that. Yeah, like no cleanup, no just instant on, instant off kind of thing. Yeah, that felt great. There's something like. 16 pounds of anthracite and stuff in there something like that it was yeah. a weighty thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah shipping charges are going to be good on that yeah. one worth it <laughs> that was cool yeah uh and then we also did the micro frequency thing smf i think it was called yeah i can't remember what the actual name was no i can't remember that and was that was supposed to deal with like traumas and all sorts of things is it that one yeah, yeah. that was the one that kind of vagal tone yes you can do liver you can do um concussion you yeah. can do uh, you can target specific areas of the body yeah but it didn't feel like it was working because you just kind of sit on these um mats that actually transmit try they take the frequency signal coming out the machine and they put it into a magnetic signal that your body can accept mm. and you just sit there yeah for as long as the treatment needs yeah to you run. really don't feel anything mm. that was weird but maybe it did some stuff <laughs> yeah proof is in the pudding right you mm. know you probably want to use it half a dozen times yeah it's probably one of those machines that yeah needs a little bit of mm. um exposure to that was expensive though all the uh, other as stuff a, as a machine mm. to buy yeah yeah all the other stuff wasn't too bad no but that machine that was expensive yeah. and you need to be qualified before you can even sell it or buy it mm-hmm. which makes sense i guess you could probably do some damage with it actually doing it <laughs> wrong yeah if you set it up incorrectly mm. definitely yeah that was great and you, you also had your first cold water exposure yeah. experience? I did. Yeah, more than just a cold shower. Mm. So this was proper going into moving water. So it was a stream um, and there was a waterfall just to make it even worse. <laughs> um, but you could fully submerge your entire body. You could swim in it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Turns out I go blue quite quickly. <laughs> um, some, some people seem to be worried, but I felt good. Yeah. felt great. Yeah. I felt alive. Um but thanks for the little bit of a, I guess this is how you do cold water <laughs> experience. Never done it before. I'm in the water. And then, yeah, you come over and you're a bit like, it's not going to get any warmer. And at that point, because I was waiting for the body to kind of get cold and then warm up as, yeah. it, as it does. Yeah. But you were like, it's not going to get any warmer. And I was like, cool, we're accepting the cold. This is just going to be cold for the next 20 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Or however long you want to yeah, be. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually found when you went full submersion, so say if you actually tried to swim through the water, mm-hmm. it was warm. Mm. It's almost like some of the body being out of the water made you realise how cold the water was. But if you're just in the water, the water felt warm. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. That's why I prefer like total immersion like that mm. as opposed to a cold shower. Because mm. there's always part of your anatomy mm. that isn't getting wet. Mm. So you have that that sort of extreme where you're like, oh yeah, my, my, foot's, my foot's not... Not wet, not mm. cold. <laughs> and the air, when we got out, the air was so much warmer than the water. Mm-hmm. It was warm. Yeah. 
That was cool. That yeah. was great. I'd do that again. Kind of want to do that every morning. Like you talk about like a plunge pool kind yeah. of something. It would be so cool to just in the in the cold water, give me five minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. and then go have a shower or something. I was ch- chatting with a couple of guys yesterday who do regular cold water. And uh, they sort of said the difference, like three to four degrees mm-hmm. is like a really nice temperature, bearable. Okay. They found that when they put it to one degree, it was just, yeah. it was, they just couldn't get with it. The water's trying to change, really trying to change state at that point mm. as well though. So mm. yeah, there must be a lot of energy shift in the water because it's trying to freeze, but water to starts to try and freeze at like three degrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we reckon our water was anywhere between eight and 10 degrees. Yeah. That was the guesstimate. Mm. That but it's running as well. It's moving water. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit colder. Yeah. Underneath that waterfall was cold. It was cold. <laughs> that was great though. <laughs> um, do you remember where it was? It was somewhere in Yorkshire, but I, it's a 45-minute drive from Wakefield. Yeah. I have no idea what direction we drove in. or No. I might be able to location it from the picture I took. Yeah, we should be able to figure mm. it out. Yeah, I don't know cool. where it was. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I mean, that was one heck of a trek to mm. find it as well. Mm. Yeah, if you didn't know it was there, you probably wouldn't know. Nope. It's a good thing that um, our guide kind of pre-walked the route. So we still had one sort of almost fatality, not fatality, <laughs> she didn't die, but she, a lady tripped over and almost twisted her ankle. Yeah. Um, and we were about five minutes into a half an hour walk. So you're like, cool, what do you do with this this person? Do two people work her back to the car and stay with her? Or mm-hmm. is it like, we'll get, get you back to the car for now. We're all still going to go do the cold water. Yeah. You have the keys, keep yourself warm, turn the radio on kind of thing. Yes, definitely that option. Mm. She was fine. She was fine. It was just a shock because she... She not only fell, but she like slipped down like a level. The mm. ground was kind of uneven. And yeah. The whole thing. I understand why. I'm really glad she was okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was good. It was a, a mm. yeah, nice experience. Mm. How did you find coming back into the real world? Mm. A bit boring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of like creature comforts. You realize. So we spent, what, four nights sleeping in a bell tent with like an outdoor kitchen mm-hmm. kind of outdoor showers Mm -hmm. and you had no option but to be cold and it was cold Mm -hmm. at night it was cold um but you get used to it and actually you're you kind of welcome the cold by the end of it i was like cool yeah cold is great yeah um and then you come back to creature comforts and you're like okay yeah we we made it easy for people yes like i was kind of seeking out cold for the first couple days i still am like the showers still turned way down what it was before and um I'm definitely kind of, I don't know, I seem to be hunting for nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of grounding mm-hmm. aspect, I suppose. It was great. But now we've got grounding bed sheets. Yeah, I'm really excited to use uh, that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Explain that one to our friendly listeners. Ah, okay, cool. So um, it's effectively a sheet. It looks just like a normal sheet. It's pretty long. Um, it's got sort of a grid pattern um, sewn into it, and that's they're using silver, not copper. So you can get it wet and stuff. Um, and it uses a kind of like a medical plug that you would see on defibrillators and stuff. And you then plug it into a cable that you have to plug into a socket and it's just an earth plug and it's tapping into your house earth system. Mm. But effectively what it's doing is helping you earth for much longer than a quick walk in the grass or a quick walk outside yeah. for the entire time you're sleeping. Yeah. Um, as humans are electrical... So it makes sense that we need to charge and discharge. Yes. Um, and I guess in modern life, we just don't do it enough. Yep. 
I feel great. Um, I've been using it since Monday, I think. Right. Um, I'm waking, feeling more rested. Mm-hmm. I've always slept well, though, so it's quite a hard thing to, to gauge. But I'm definitely waking, feeling like I've slept mm. as opposed to I don't really dream. Obviously, I dream. I don't remember my dreams. So for me, I fall asleep and then I wake up. It's kind of like a light switch. Yeah. It's really boring. It makes sleep kind of boring. Um, <laughs> well, it does because for, it doesn't feel like I've slept for six, eight hours. Like it truly feels like it's just like a light switch. Oh, wow. Um, but I'm, I'm sleeping I'm sleeping a lot deeper, which is amazing. Okay. So I'll be tempted. I'm really interested once you get your setup to mm. see how you guys feel. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because like you say, we are electrical. Um, you know, when we use our bodies and our muscles, we're creating piezoelectrical charges. And mm. yeah. We have to discharge that. Yeah. That's why we can sometimes give people electric shocks and stuff. Yep. But it does make sense that to discharge that. Yeah. And also to gain charge as well. Although ah. you can't because it's through the earth. I understand electrical systems. Something's got to happen though. And not overly expensive. No. And on a deal when you bought three, <laughs> no, it was two or more and you got like free shipping and stuff, but not crazy expensive. Yeah. For the benefit. Yeah. Buy one. Yeah, definitely buy one. Mm. What's the, uh, should we, are we, pro- we brand, branding brand. it up? Yeah. Um, so these ones come from a brand called Roland, um, earthing. We actually bought them direct through the website, but they shipped from Amazon, which is fine. Mm. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, give it a go. And they actually recommend that you wash them pretty frequently, which is interesting. I didn't think you'd wash it, but it does make sense. You just chuck it in when you wash your sheets kind of thing. Perfect. Um, really long though. <laughs> I still struggle with how long they are. So you, obviously it's designed to cover any and all uh, bed sizes, beds. Yeah. but beds don't really get that much longer. The difference between like a um, double and a queen is not that much. No. But this sheet will literally kind of... 360 the mattress kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that is cool and then it, you can either let portrait or mm-hmm. landscape mm-hmm. on the bed depending on how many people are in the bed mm. i've done portrait mm-hmm. um which is recommended for one person but even then even if i was to sleep say there were two people in a double bed i've laid it lengthways you're still probably covering 60 percent of your body All right so it's probably just as the yeah just on the right hand side of your body kind of thing for me, there's enough contact. Or the other suggestion is you lay um, landscape across kind of towards the end of the bed so that if there's two people sleeping, then they get as much contact time through the leg. Yeah. But I just kind of figured I'll, I'll try whole body for now. Yeah, yeah. Don't even know it's there. It doesn't... No hotter, no colder. No. Yeah, it's great. Perfect. That'll be going on the bed tonight. Mm. Yeah. That was... So that was maybe the only downside to the retreat is there was some education in it. It was great. It, it was. was really nice to learn from people that have been doing these things and looking into it for as long as they have. It was scary. Didn't have to be scary, but it was scary. We were learning about environmental toxification and then ultimately what that does to the natural detox process yeah. and then what you can do to support that. So I, it was really interesting to learn that when you overload the body with toxins, it shuts off the detox process. And you're like, well, then you have n- you're fighting a losing battle. It, it was it was quite interesting from my perspective to uh, every now and again just be reminded from you that truly that was like your first uh, kind of big eye opener to stuff that's mm. happening. Like mm-hmm. I've I've done that whole experience where you kind of go, ah, shit, mm. the the world's kind of a bit mucked up mm. and it depresses you and the information mm. kind of keeps coming at you mm. and knocking you back and you're, uh 
I don't mm. like it. I want to run away, but I know running away isn't really an answer. Mm. Um, so for me, uh, you know, as an experience in terms of the information, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not surprised. Not surprised. Okay, cool. But it was really nice then for, to be reminded, you know, of, yeah. that, of that other side of the coin, like, ah, f- fuck. Yeah. So there was a lot of information. I wasn't surprised by anything that I was told, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, you're confirming it for me. Yeah. But it was so easy to then drop into a thinking of we're fucked and we're never going to be unfucked. But the whole idea of that information was here's the bad stuff, here's what you can do about it. Yeah. There's always something you can do about it. Yeah. What, uh, if we were to give our listeners like one or two things that they should maybe just look into, mm. what would you, where would you go? What would you say? This is going to be really hard for people, but you need to get away from your electrical devices mm. for some time every day. Mm-hmm. We Like far away from it. Like you need to leave it in the house and go outside in the garden kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It needs to not be on your person. Mm. We need to spend time away from these electrical devices. They have, they have opened up a whole new world for us in both good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for me, that's the one takeaway. And I, and I think there, you know, the, str- the little strategies as you're starting to play about with like mm. your smartwatch, mm-hmm. like I'll wear it during work, mm-hmm. but then when work is done, mm. I'm, take, I'm taking it off mm. and I'll put on a regular watch mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of process of, well, if I need to access the internet, mm. then I'll turn on my Wi-Fi router. Mm. But if I don't need, then mm. I'll turn it off. Mm. Like that's quite easy to do, mm. you know. I'll only use it when I want to make a coffee. Mm. You know, I'll, that, I'll turn mm. the machine on. I don't leave it on the entire mm. day. That whole thinking, a bit like we have the same coffee machine. Mm. It automatically turns itself off after 30 minutes. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah, maybe more devices need to do that. Yes. We've just come to the age of, I guess, fast stuff, fast food, fast clothing, fast everything. And we want information in the same way. Yeah. You see that with 4G, 5G, 6G. Um yeah, we just need to learn to kind of slow down. Yeah. So our, our Wi-Fi router at home is on a infrared mm. plug socket. Mm-hmm. So you just got this little infrared mm-hmm. switch, turn it off. Mm. So it's not using wireless signal mm. to turn it on and off, because obviously you can only turn it off if it's mm. using a wireless signal. Mm-hmm. Um, although you can get some, I think, which work on a timer. Mm. So you can set them up to, to yeah. turn off at a certain time, turn on at a mm. certain time. Yeah, that's either an external plug, Mm. which you can then put onto any device, or most things like Wi-Fi routers, if you jump into the settings, if you feel comfortable enough, you should be able to set up a basic um, kind of daily schedule that it will turn itself off and on. So especially during the hours of sleep, because I mean, you're sleeping, you're not Wi-Fiing, hopefully not. Or if you are, just rock a bit of 3G for like the 20 minutes you need to quickly look at someone's Instagram. Um, Stalking. There's other apps available as well. but you're a bit like, just have that thing automatically turn off between the hours of like midnight and six o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock. Yeah. Something. Mm. So they add up just as much as we're constantly, I guess, building up a, almost like a reserve of toxification mm-hmm. through all the little things that we do every day. Mm-hmm. We also just need to build up a bank of detoxification yeah. with the little things that we do every day. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it's, but then it's also, you need, people need to make that decision of, this may sound really scary to some people, but what type, what type of life do you want to live when you get old? Yeah. And by old, I mean kind of after retirement. Yep. So 
I'm, some people would say I'm a little bit old, I'm 30, but I'm already, I'm already starting to think about the life I'd like to live when I'm 90. Nice. Because I know it's going to take some work and it'd be so easy to fall into a trap of, oh, I'll just sit on the sofa for the next six months and stuff. Yeah. But the knock on effect of that would be massive. Yeah. So I still want to be running around like a 30 year old when I'm 90. Mm-hmm. I'd still like my brain to be sharp. Yeah. So that means no more Bluetooth headphones unless I can really, truly help it. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, what? It'd be like, well, they're emitting a signal yes. really close to the brain. Really close to the brain. Kind of makes sense that there might be some damage there. Yeah. Yeah, the technology's all new, right? So we haven't really done any long-term mm. testing of this mm. stuff. And it just keeps getting stronger as well. Yeah. Like Bluetooth 5.1, 5.2. Yeah. You're like, that's instant on technology. You're like, that's instant on signal or just constant signal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I know that <clears throat> you may think, but we're always around signals. Yes. yes, we are. Yeah. Again, it's just about everything that you can do to reduce it. Yeah. Have a really interesting conversation with my dad about this. Right him from a mechanical sort of engineering background he's like but the signals are constantly there yeah a bit like 5g 5g is using the same signal that tvs were using and stuff where you're like yeah it might be but then we're looking at frequency and hertz and yeah things can change and man-made man-made not not biological mm, like the earth has a natural frequency of like seven i think yeah seven hertz so you're like that's fine we can be around that because yeah. that's natural yeah but these man-made ultra high frequency ultra high powerful signals mm. they got to go somewhere yeah and a bit like a microwave reacts a microwave works by accelerating the water molecule so that heats up and then that passes the heat onto all the other molecules yeah the same thing's going to happen through man-made um radio waves yeah they're going to interact with our cells they're going to accelerate them uh, or decelerate them the neighbors need to shut up. <laughs> um, I think that's a leaf blower, which is actually, in modern day terms, the most un. Um, it is the most heavy consumption of power for the least amount of output of any man made <laughs> device that we have. A leaf blower is the most uneconomical device ever. Amazing. But people love them because using a broom is too old school, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think for me, the sort of other big takeaway was kind of the mold. Mm, check, that was massive. Check for mold and don't dust Hoover. Mm. Like Hoover stuff. And if you find something, don't just automatically try and kill it. Yeah. You need to assess how bad is it? Can you live with it? Because you're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I got back, um, I was chatting to. Uh, my friend who owns the dif- disinfectant company mm-hmm. about whether any of his mm. products are suitable for mold. Fantastic. And he was like, yeah, our disinfectant is good. He said, the way to think about it is when you, when you touch, mm. as soon as you approach mold mm. to, to clean it, he says it's like an octopus mm. in- inking. Mm. It feels threatened and it'll just mm. spores everywhere. Mm. And you can't see them. No. All you're doing is inhaling, absorbing through the skin. Yep. Letting them settle on other surfaces. Yeah. Yeah. The, the mold thing was actually probably more scary than the kind of signal. Yeah. Issue. And simple things a bit like when they're building a house and they've left the wood for the roof outside and the roof, the wood then gets wet. They don't let it dry properly. They're then putting it into the roof and then encapsulating it in between two pieces of plasterboard. Mm-hmm. Perfect environment for mold to grow. Yeah. And I was just like, you can't get away from it. A bit like the signals, you can't get away from it. And no. There's things you can do to live with it. Yeah, exactly. So dust regularly, 
Not no, try- no, 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 no dusting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> clean, no more dust. Clean the dust up mm. by via hoovering. Mm. Minimize clutter. Mm. Keep airflow, like mm. windows open. Mm. All year round, winter, summer. Yeah. All year round. Yeah. Yeah. Reduce the amount of trinkets on the side. Any like plants, they need to get. Yeah. Watch, at watch, as well. watch the soil. Keep the mm. soil fresh and clean. Mm. Um, air filters. Mm. Hepper air filters. I struggle with the air filter thing though, because if you've got an open window, you're constantly cha- the air changeover in the room is so big anyway. So it's like if you want to use a filter, close the window. It's a good. It's a good point. I guess the problem there is the quality of the air coming in. Like if you're in a city, it's all right for you, country bumpkin, <laughs> out here in the middle of trees, <laughs> Treesville. That is true. But I still struggle with the idea of even if we had a window open, mm-hmm. the, you're not giving the filter enough time to actually clean the air in the room because the air changeover is so big. So you might as well not have one. For me, I see an air filter a bit like in my sister's house where they've got underfloor. They don't really have windows that open. Mm-hmm. If they want to open a window, they're opening a door mm. because underfloor doesn't work so well when you have like a little bit of a breeze. Mm-hmm. So for me, an air filter in their place would be phenomenal. But we've got the windows open 24-7 here. Mm. I don't know. Just but I, I guess, yeah. Every little helps, but you would have to be right next. If it was on your desk, I get that. Yeah. If you had an air filter on your desk and you were kind of, you're definitely breathing the output from it, yep. great. Yeah. But if it's just sitting in the corner and you're far away from it, I think the air change is going to do more. Yeah. You, I just don't think you're going to get a better benefit mm. from it. Maybe like nighttime while you're sleeping because the curtains are closed, the air change is not going to be so big. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're breathing hard mm. and. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I just I think of my dad being a mechanical engineer, like he's taught me to think like that. Yeah, an air changeover would be you know, the concern of mine. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. It, How long does it need to pass through the machine before it filters? Yeah. A bit like a biofilter on water needs at least fifteen minutes to half an hour. Yeah. Is air the same? But then we also can't filter out anything smaller than two point five microns, mm-hmm. which you're like. Okay, that's cool. But 2.5 microns, that's actually the level that does the most damage. Mm. So that's when you breathe in um, smoke from like a house fire. That soot... I know, I don't, I don't know where the accent went there. I apologise. <laughs> a house fire? Uh, <laughs> when you breathe in um, soot from, from like smoke and stuff, yeah. it's actually the stuff mine below 2.5 microns that really yeah. fucks you up. Yeah. And there's nothing man can do about it. No. But again, every little helps. Yeah. I, I, and the other problem there is, is the fifty pound air filter. For, How do we know? Like How to the three hundred pound, the five hundred pound one. Like, are they genuinely that much better? Mm. Or is it like the Dyson situation, where like dude's got a massive R and D department mm. and he needs to pay for? He needs to pay so, for it. I mean, his products are good, but so are sharks. Yep. So you're like, yeah, just wait for <laughs> wait for someone to invent it and just knock it off, kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. The only way to know would be to start testing. Mm. Have an air quality meter and test. Uh, I haven't got that much cash. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Worth it. We'll look into it. Yep. Anyway, stop dusting. Start hoovering. Start hoovering. Uh, Yeah. Mm. Because otherwise that dust is just going to resettle on another surface and then you're just going to have the same problem. Also, dust and mold love each other. Yeah, they do. So that's why you hoover now. Don't dust. And you've got to move furniture as well. Yep. Under the sofas, under the beds. Maybe not every time, but at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, proper clean. Get rid of the carpets, get hard floor, tile, wood, 
something like that. But again, how far do you want to take it? Yep. If anyone's got any questions, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> we learned some stuff. <laughs> we did learn some stuff. But again, it was still good and I'd, I'd happily go back. Yes. I'd happily go back and redo the same retreat that I did, knowing what we've learned. I'd do it. Yeah, because fresh questions, fresh... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. It didn't scare me to the point of being like, I might as well just go live in a hole. <laughs> it was actually like, okay, cool. It's, it, the world is kind of scary, but there's, there's still stuff we can do about it. Mm-hmm. Also, the resiliency of the human is still... That's not been broken yet. Still strong. Even though man has pretty much broken everything else, the, the human is still resilient. Yes. So there's still hope. Got a lot of hope. Always. And uh, interestingly, I'm seeing as though I'm on the swapper seat. How are you loving that? Uh, yeah, I'm starting to get the numb bum. I've obviously not mm, moved as mm. much as I should have it's done. Def- it's definitely a sit thing. You kind of have to sit a little bit further forward mm. than you would on a normal chair. Yeah. But it's also designed for you to wobble about a yeah, little bit. I've not been wobbling. Mm. Yeah, there's a squeak. Don't want to ruin the podcast. Yeah, don't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, leaf blower and... Mm. Yeah, <laughs> cars and stuff. Yeah. So inconsiderate. Podcast kitten hasn't come in, though. She's not. There's time. <laughs> well, a couple of seconds. A couple of seconds, because... Uh, <laughs> I think it might be brew time. Absolutely. Oh. Oh. Can we brew up like we were at Wakefield with the rock? Oh. That thing was gorgeous. Man. Which we'll, we'll add another podcast in. Just about coffee. We're going to have to do a just coffee thing. Yeah. Because I have to say the first proper coffee that I came back to was phenomenal. And obviously we've left on the topic of mold and then gone to coffee. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that because I've not looked into it yet. I've not gone down the route of having to be like, I need mold-free coffee. Ah, ignorance is still bliss. Absolutely. At least for a little bit longer. Yeah. Let's go get a coffee. Yeah, coffee time. <laughs> Sweet. 